Welcome back, everybody, to the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen. In today's episode, we are going to have what I like to call an it depends episode. So for most questions, my answer is it depends. It depends. It really does depend. It depends on a bunch of different a bunch of different factors. So one of one of the the most common questions I get when it comes to food is is this food healthy over this food or which food is healthier? The answer is always it depends. So the analogy that I like to use a lot is talking about let's say somebody is a 400 pound man that is looking to lose weight. And let's say that they're looking to radically change their lifestyle and and start to lose quite a bit of a substantial amount of weight. What is the best diet for them? Well, on paper, a healthy diet would be something like fish, chicken, vegetables, fruits, those whole hearty foods that we we typically think about. But for somebody that might be overweight that's used to drinking lots of soda and eating lots of fast food if they prefer to have one coke a day regular not diet all the sugar in the world and that one can of coke but it helps them lose weight i would say that is healthy because we have to look at the big picture with most things that's what we need to do we can't just look at these these singular foods and say this is healthy and this is unhealthy and that goes with anybody's diet in general, but let's take this 400-pound man. If his end goal is to lose 200 pounds and he's losing 2 to 3 to 4 pounds per week at the start and he's still able to drink a Coke, now I'm not talking about we'll leave diabetes, anything that affects like blood sugar, anything like that out of the picture. I'm just talking strictly weight loss. If eating that, or if drinking that that can of Coke per day helps him stay on track, I would argue that actually that can of Coke is healthy because it's healthy for him to lose weight. It's healthy for him to be at a 200-pound scale weight rather than the 400 pounds that he's at. So we can't demonize and we can't look at a singular food and say this is healthy or this is unhealthy. It all matters in the grand scheme of things. So with my clients, a lot of the times, my... My, my diet recommendations are just track your calories and try to get adequate protein and everything else will fall into place because you're going to have some weekends. You're going to have some weeks. You're going to have birthday parties. You're going to have, you're going to have different times throughout your process, your long-term process where you're going to be faced with the slices of pizza or the, the pieces of cake or maybe a couple alcoholic drinks, whatever it is. But the idea that we have to keep in mind is it's the big picture that matters. What is the end goal? So let's take a little bit. Let's take my situation, for instance. When I was 270 pounds and I was looking to lose weight, my end goal was to to just lose weight. I didn't have a specific number in mind, but cutting out certain types of foods that I liked, that I enjoyed, if I would have went from eating maybe a couple Snickers a day to drinking, you know, a two liter of Coke or whatever it is. If I would have went from there to strictly cutting everything out of my life and only having the fruits, the vegetables, the chicken, the fish, the lean beef, 
I guarantee you I would have not been able to make it. Because not only, in, in theory, it would be easy. Well, shoot, just eat all the healthy stuff and you should be full. But there's these couple different factors that I think we tend to lose sight of, and that is habits. And habits as far as when you come home from work or when it's late at night and you're watching TV, we have these triggers that set us off that say, hey, last time we had this food and it was enjoyable. And it gives us this dopaminergic release that reminds us that we enjoyed it last time. And our brains are are really, really smart, especially when it comes to habits. So when we're looking for to change those habits, it's hard to do a hard stop to everything at once. Because then we have that mental that mental fight, that, that struggle that we have. Some call it willpower. Some say that your willpower or your your willpower levels or your energy wears out throughout the day. And regardless if you believe that or not, the idea behind it is it's hard to struggle for an entire week, let alone an entire month to try to hit your goals. Now, if you have if you have a hard reason, if you have this big giant reason that you need to stop, so another analogy that I use is if you're a smoker and you go to the doctor and the doctor says, if you smoke one more cigarette, if you take one more puff of that cigarette, you will die. Will you be able to stop? Most people, the answer is yes, because there's that hard, there's that hard line in the sand where you cannot do this anymore. Otherwise, well, in that case, fatality. But most people aren't faced with that. Most people are faced with what they think they want. So if it's that weight loss, they think that they want to lose that weight, but they don't want to lose it as bad, especially when those when those moments and those habits creep up. And when those habits creep up, it's easy to just give in, especially if you've been telling yourself no throughout the day. So what I suggest to my clients is have a diet that's a mixture of your quote-unquote healthy foods. And there's no doubt that eating more fruits and vegetables and lean meats is going to keep you fuller longer. Between the fiber and the micronutrient content, it's going to keep you fuller for a lot longer. There's not very much nutritional value in a bag of Skittles. The name of the game is to find low-calorie foods that keep you full, and usually that's going to be your fruits and your vegetables, your lean meats. But it doesn't mean that you need to cut everything out completely because we're looking for that balance, that balance to keep you happy, happy in the short term, but keep you on track in the long term for your goals. So are certain foods healthy? It depends. Let's go to exercises. Is one exercise better than the other? Once again, it depends. It depends on what you're capable of. Are machines worse or better than free weights? It depends. Is body weight exercises worse or better than weighted exercises? It depends. Is running better or worse than walking, than finding the gym? It depends. And the reason it depends is... One, what is your goal? Two, what are you capable of? Three, what can you adhere to long-term? Fitness, I think, gets this... I don't want to say bad rap, but you you see it from the influencers and you see it from the people that are posting about 
their healthy lifestyle. You're seeing a snapshot into their life. You're not seeing the full day. So if you see somebody post a slice of pizza on their Instagram, they're not eating like that all the time. And we're not looking for these short-term fixes. We're looking for something that we can adapt to and that we can we can adhere to long-term. Because believe it or not, fitness isn't just about how you look. It's about how you feel internally. It's about the confidence that it gives you. So if you're asking which you should do, should you run? Should you do weights? I would say a combination of both. But if you're just starting out and you're only comfortable with running or only comfortable with walking, then that's where you should start. And then from there, it grows into habits that eventually you can venture off into a more uncomfortable space. And that if that's the gym, then that's where you go next. But it depends on what what you want, what you're capable of. And for anybody that looks at you and, and bashes you for, for starting, even if your starting point is walking around the block once, those people are the negative people that we don't need in our lives. People will ask, well, what is that going to do for you? Once again, let's go back to this 400-pound man. If he goes for a walk around the block and it takes him 15 minutes, you got to realize that that 15 minutes of carrying around that 400-pound weight compared to me walking around the block, carrying around 200 pounds, and having some sort of cardiovascular fitness in me, that is way more straining on, on that man than it is on me. And that man is exerting way more energy than I am. And that's the name of the game is to burn more calories than you consume. Some people may think it's unfair that others can burn more calories in one workout session. It's going back to talking about metabolism. It's funny because usually the people that are overweight say, I wish I had so-and-so's metabolism. So let's take that 400-pound man says, I wish that I had Justin's metabolism. The funny thing about metabolism is actually the heavier you are, the more your metabolism is burning through you because it takes more energy for your body to sustain life, which is what metabolism is, your metabolism is. It's the functions to keep you alive. So it makes your heart work harder. It makes you work harder just to walk, to just stand up. Your body's always working harder as you get heavier. Now, energy levels or, or activity levels throughout the day, that does matter. But if all things this, the same, if a, a 400-pound man and I both walked at the same pace for the same amount of time, that 400-pound man would burn more calories than I would. Just because he's exerting more energy to move that weight around. So it depends. It depends on what's right for you. And I can't tell you what's right for you. I can I can help by saying and showing what's worked for me. And I fully stand behind my diet. And I fully stand behind how it is that I lose weight. Because I don't cut anything out unless I want to. 
And sometimes I try to cut things out, and it doesn't necessarily work. I put them right back in. I remember one of my earlier episodes of the podcast, I talked about doing a anti-inflammatory type diet. And that didn't work. That worked for maybe four or five days. Because I can't, I can't cut out this. I have a sweet tooth. I can't, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And I didn't have that hard line in the sand to do it. Maybe someday I will. But we, we have to find what works for us individually. And I think that's what's so great about having a personal trainer or an online coach or somebody that can be there with you is because there's so much information out there. You don't know where to start. Do the keto diet. Do the, do the paleo diet. Do Weight Watchers. Do all of this. Having somebody that helps you step-by-step that goes through these things with you individually, personally. Not somebody that's just giving you a a cookie cutter, but somebody that's trying to understand what your goals are and somebody that's trying to understand what motivates you. That is huge. And this, this is not me trying to sell why you need a personal trainer or an online coach or somebody to help you out. But the number one friction that I get with, with my job is it just costs too much. And by all means, I 100% agree. It does cost too much. But I think it costs too much because I have a fairly firm grip on how to do it. I have a fairly firm grip on how I feel about myself as a person. The one thing that I would not trade for anything, I, w- I would... I would go back to up to 270 pounds. I would do like I don't care about that. I would not trade the self-confidence, the self-esteem that I've gained through exercising. And I don't even mean that by looking in the mirror or I don't even mean that by my looks in general. I mean that by the feeling that I get when I go on those walks, the feeling that I get when I'm exercising. The parent that I become when I am exercising regularly. The type of friend that I am, how understanding I am as a brother. I would not trade that for the world. And that's something that I personally would say that I can't put a price on because you don't know what the value is until you get there and you see it. We're all quick to waste money on haircuts and cars and and flashy new clothes and all of these things that eventually rot or go bad or you have to get new of. It's hard to invest in ourselves because it takes a little belief. It takes a little faith. It takes a little effort and it takes a little hard work knowing that we don't see the results right away, but it takes three, six, nine, twelve months. Push hard. I have this conversation with my clients and at the beginning it's yes, it's it's more about the looks and the the scale weight and the the tangible, I guess, differences. But eventually it turns into I enjoy working out. And I enjoy working out because of how it makes me feel. Majority of my clients don't care about the scale weight anymore. We just use that as a a tool to be in the range that we want to be in. To sometimes pull up on the reins and say, whoa, we need to slow down a little bit. But life is not about just looking good all the time. 
Life is about enjoying those birthdays. Life is about going out to eat with your friends and not worrying about what kind of calories are in the foods. But it's also knowing that when it comes to be Monday or Tuesday and you need to get back on it, how eating healthier, how eating those healthier foods, how, how it makes you feel internally makes you feel. I think it's easy to get caught up in just the looks. It's not all about the looks. Looks fade. Eventually we'll all be 70, 80. And don't get me wrong, there's some good looking 70 and 80 year olds. 80 year olds. But by golly, if they don't have good personalities and if they're not confident in themselves, whew. I enjoy it. And I, I wish that I had the correct words to encourage whoever is out there that's listening to this that is probably shaking their head saying, no, that's not me. I don't need that. Heck, even if you are really confident and you have high self-esteem and you're, you're feeling good about yourself and everything's clicking and you don't exercise. Think about how much more confident, how much more self-esteem, how much more everything would be clicking if you just added that in there. How awesome would that be? And with that, we'll wrap up the episode. As always, if you have any questions, email me, justin at philosophical.com. Really, if you Whatever question you have, I'd be happy to help you. As always, if you would, rate this, write a review, leave me some feedback. I need to improve. I like doing this. I enjoy it. It's fun. I don't care how many people listen. Obviously, I want a lot of people listening because I want to help as many people as possible. So if you're one of those people that's on the fence, please send me an email or message on Facebook or a text if you have my number. And we'll check in with you guys next time.